Hello everyone and uh, welcome to another edition of Christian Bible Ministry. Uh, it has been a few weeks uh, since the last episode and uh, I admit to taking some time uh, to see what the Lord wanted me to talk about. And I believe I'm led to give a follow-up on a previously covered uh, uh, subject. Uh, some time ago, uh, we covered the issue of divorce and remarriage. Uh, and I believe, uh, I believe some of what is going to be discussed here today was briefly covered in that segment. Uh, but I am, but I am, I believe, led to expand on it. I have decided to revisit this subject again due to the fact that uh, I seem to be encountering some belief that a person has to do what is right for them with regards to their marriage slash divorce. Um, the teaching of Paul and more importantly Christ is very clear on what is right or wrong when it comes to this subject. Jesus Christ himself tells us himself the only re that the only reason God allows for a divorce between two believers is what he termed uh, fornication, uh, rendered in the Greek as pornea or porneia or however you say the word. If you look up this term, and I use uh, Strong's Concordance to do this type of thing, you find that it covers all manner of sexual or intimate activity that is not done with your spouse. Uh, this can be adultery, uh, incest, bestiality, or even kissing. Um, a divorce for other than those reasons is sin. If you do divorce and you, if you do divorce and you or your legally ex-spouse gets involved with someone else, then you and that other person have then committed adultery. And uh, these are not my words, but they are the words of Jesus Christ. People don't want to hear it, but that's just because people are, well, people are just sinful. Everyone is sinful. I'm, I sin. But it's the sin nature in us that does not want to hear things that uh, we don't like. And I'll, again, this is these are not the words of me of, of myself. These are the words of God, straight out of the mouth of Jesus Christ. Um, this is also what Paul meant when he said uh, God commanded that. Uh, two married believers not divorce but if they did then they are to either reconcile or remain single I think this is in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 10 through 11 or it might be 2 Corinthians 10 and 11 but uh, yes it's very clear what Paul says he is um, kind of expanding a little bit or, or basically restating what Jesus said about the issue. If a person gets a so-called legal divorce because they are just not getting along with their spouse, they're arguing, there's just conflict, 
you know, not talking about abusive behavior here, but just, you know, how do you say it? Um, uh, one way of saying it is, is you're just not clicking, as I've heard people say. Um, that is no good reason for a divorce. Um, so if you get that, then because of that reason, and uh, you want to go and look for someone else, you know, then you're in the wrong on that. And uh, in Malachi 2.16, uh, God tells us what uh, he describes the nature of this type of event when he says that the husband who hates and divorces his wife does violence to her. You know, that's, you know, you're supposed to help and support, you know, you know, a husband is supposed to protect his wife, a wife is supposed to support her husband, so you're basically doing the same thing, you're supposed to do the same thing for each other. A husband is supposed to protect his wife, and the wife is supposed to help her husband. And, well, hey, in other words, yeah, yeah, protect her husband. I, I, I could say that. Um... But it does violence to them. And when you married that person, you did not take a vow to do violence to that person. You took a vow to do what it took, to do what it, what it takes to be sure that they have what they need. And they do the same thing, and they took a vow to do the same thing for you. And uh, if you divorce for that reason, get a you know, what is called an illegitimate divorce, even though it's legal, you expose them to going with another person. Think about, you know, think about it. If you divorce your spouse because you're just tired of them, you know, you're, you don't, uh, you don't agree with each other like you're supposed to, you argue or whatever, Again, I'm not talking about abusive behavior, but just not getting along with each other. Then you expose that person to the temptation to go be with somebody else because you're you're not there to meet their needs anymore. You know, their emotional or sexual needs. So they're going to be tempted to go find somebody else to try to fill the hole which you left, which you shouldn't have left. And if they do that, then they, as well as the person that they get involved with, is also guilty, are also guilty of adultery. And you share responsibility for that because you caused them to be in that position. They've made the choice to do that, but you put them there, in that spot. And uh, I will not, uh, I will stop here for a second and... Uh, I will say that I will not cover the issue of domestic abuse here uh, because, hey, obviously no one should stay in that situation. Uh, and I think a good case can be made that the abuser is not a Christian and has, by their unrepentant behavior, abandoned the believing spouse. You know, but that is not for me to decide. Uh, but back to the original topic, the bottom line is this. If both of you are believers... And if both of you are truly wanting the marriage to work and are willing to do what it takes, you know, 
uh, to make it work, then God, I believe, can make it work. He will not make someone want the marriage, however. If your believing spouse divorces you and gets with another person, then by their adultery, they have freed you from your marriage and you may, you know, go pursue a relationship with someone else if you wish. Uh, and uh, I will stop here for just another moment and uh, I will say that uh, from my own experience, hey, I've learned there's two there's two C's in uh, a marriage that's communication and compromise failure to do either one of these by by even just one person you know will wreck a marriage because it creates tensions to where finally one person is going to have enough of it and they're going to say hey i don't want to live like this anymore it's not a legitimate reason to leave, but what it does is it causes a person to say, hey, I'm, I, I'm just tired of it. And that person, you know, can, they can decide that they really truly don't want the marriage to work and they will go and be with somebody else. Um, or they can change their mind about it and say hey this needs to be given another chance to work I know what I did I, I see what I did that caused the problems you have to communicate you know you have to communicate with your spouse about important things if your spouse tells you that you that something that you're doing is really bothering them and yet you seem to make no effort to correct that then your spouse is going to wind up having resentment issues, you know, having resentment against you. That's just the way human beings work. Um, and you must, you should, you have to tell your spouse why you are having a problem, why you are having the problem that is frustrating them, because if you don't, then they're going to think that you, they're, you know, in, situations that I've seen like if you have a lack of if there's an intimacy problem say for example in your marriage um, then your like say your spouse comes to you and say hey this it makes me feel like you don't want me you know and you say well that's not the problem but if you don't tell them what the real problem is then they're liable to think that you've lied to them Think about it. They're going to feel like they're not wanted or not desired, and that's really going to cause a problem. And if it keeps on and on, then tensions, like I said, tensions will build. You know, then you really start to argue. Um, and those, the, hey, communication and compromise are absolutely required for a successful marriage. And, uh, I will end this uh, follow-up by saying that uh, God has commanded us these things, and as such, he will enable you to endure it. It's just as plain and simple as that. He meant it then, and he means it today as well. If your spouse has left you, legal divorce-wise, and you know they're not coming back, hey, look, all you have to do is this. You have to realize it. They're going to do whatever they're going to do, you know, they're going to go commit adultery against you. 
just sit and wait and let God handle it. You know, hey, if you get word that your whatever has done and gone and done that, then at that point, God has told you, you are free. You don't have that burden anymore. And he doesn't want you to have to go for the rest of your life carrying the burden of being single if you don't want, you know, if you don't have it in you to be single. So anyway, uh, I hope this has been a blessing to you and I hope you've learned from it. And uh, I will, I'll look forward to joining you all uh, for whenever the next edition of the Christian Bible Ministry is. And I, I hope you all have a blessed day.